You're tuned in to Made Conference, powered by AdTech. 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 Hi, everybody. This is Lori H. Schwartz, and we are broadcasting live from the Made, powered by AdTech Conference 2016 here in New York on Voice America Live. And right now I am about to jump into another great conversation with Guy Primus, who's the CEO of the virtual reality company. And Guy and I just got off the stage a minute ago talking about VR for marketers. So tell us a little bit about VRC. VRC is a content creation studio. We focus on creating extraordinary experiences for virtual reality. So we combine cinematic elements with uh, video game elements and, and provide an immersive environment for people to really experience great stories and great characters. So when you, I know you have a, a varied background. Were you someone that was always dealing with technology? How do I answer that question? So <laughs> I, here's, here's who I was. I was the kid who was, um, you know, I was a DJ when I, when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. My father bought a turntable and I borrowed his turntable and I would break the needles. Um, they bought me a mixer for Christmas and I took apart the mixer um, you know, that, that took apart the turntable. I remember when I got to you know, school my sophomore year, um, the, the vertical hold wouldn't work on my roommate's television, so I took apart his television, <laughs> stole him 400 bucks for that, but that's who I was. So I've always been interested in technology. Uh, I just, the, the content piece was something that I've been passionate about. I was a latchkey kid, watched a lot of television growing up, and so I've always been looking for ways to you know, connect with what I call my Ted Turner moment when you know, technology and, and uh, content come together in a really organic way, and that's what virtual reality is to me. So, and, and that's the interesting thing that's come up in so many conversations with virtual reality is this idea of taking art and tech and blending them together in an interesting way. So you're working with a lot of well-known creative directors, filmmakers, producers. How are they bridging that gap to the technology? Because some of them aren't at all, have never done VR before, but they're artists, so, so how, are they, how are we connecting these dots? Well, I think it really depends on the personality. Um, some people are going to just jump in and immerse themselves, you know, kind of a baptism by fire. And I think those are the ones that are really, uh, you know, kind of going to push the, the medium forward because they're already used to telling great stories. They know the VFX pipeline. They know how to, you know, kind of get the best performance out of someone. Um, and, and then you have people that are really, you know, they, they're in it because they think it's cool and new. Um, they're going to have a little bit more of a challenge because it's not, it's not organically what they want to pursue. They just know that they have to be in it. And so I think when the passion leads the pursuit, then you have something magical. So does virtual reality belong at an ad tech conference and a MarTech conference? Because I wanted you here because I feel like this is the next place for brands and marketers to go, but is it ready for prime time, do you think? Yeah, it's absolutely ready for prime time. And I think, you know, 2017 is going to be, you know, kind of a, a watershed year. And I think, you know, so this time next year, there will be a lot more activity. I mean, we, we, the, the kind of 800-pound gorilla in terms of digital media hasn't entered the space yet. Apple is still kind of out there lurking somewhere. Right. And, and, and you know, we lots we, of chatter about what they may do. And well, they have patents. I mean, they have really smart people and they have passion. And, and, you know, great design and, and great products, you know, so we, we expect them to do something big. But I think that, you know, what Sony and Oculus and Vive have shown, what Samsung has shown, is that there's a market and, and they can connect content with devices in a really organic way. That actually motivates people to do things that they, you know, I, I think people were predicting that this was just going to be, you know, a, a really, um, a lot of hype. You know, the, the yes. kind of Gardner hype curve, you know, this Everyone time last year. Everyone was comparing it to 3D TVs. Not me. You know, I yeah. know. And I, I was always like, no, this feels different to me because there's so much money going in. 
Right. And so many colleagues of mine um, in Los Angeles, and I've mentioned this to you before, have like stopped everything they used to do mm -hmm. and have just plunged deep into virtual reality. So what is it about it that is drawing all this great talent and money? Well, I, th I think it, it just fundamentally changes the game. And that's what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Yeah. Is like there has to be a reason for virtual reality to exist. It's not just because it's cool and innovative. There, are, there have been a lot of innovative technologies that really haven't had a reason to exist. I think when you look at the interactive elements, especially of virtual reality, combining those with you know, the, the promise of being in, a, in an environment that is, you, know, you really can't escape from. You can't really close your eyes. You can't run away from, from the environment. You can't turn your head and look away. You, know, it, it, you, you, you close your eyes and something happens, and, and that will, you know, kind of is coming too. But I think it's really, th there's a reason for it to be. There's a, a way that this is fundamentally different than television or film. It's fundamentally different. Do you, do you think that brands are going to op up, open up VR agencies, or are they going to come to you, or are they going to go to some of these boutique VR, or are they going to go out and, and train people? Like, how are they going to build out this ecosystem for yeah, themselves? I, I think it's all of the above, and, and we'll see what you know, survives. We are absolutely pursuing... Um, brands and, and really want to create great stories for them. And, and not just great stories, kind of, I, I really separate brand essence from being brand essential. Right. We want to create brand essential content where the, the brand is actually a character. And it, it, there's a reason, again, for the brand to be in the content. I gave right. the example of Iron City Beer in a Pittsburgh Steelers-themed uh, piece. Yep. I'm from Pittsburgh. I, Iron City, is, it was fundamental. I mean, it was the, the first beer that I ever snuck out of my grandmother's refrigerator. You know? <laughs> right. So that, that's, it, it, it means a lot to me. And, and you know, Pittsburgh means a lot to me. And so when, when you can have that kind of the, the product be essential to the story, uh, and, and, and virtual reality does that like nothing else. Right, you can immerse, immediately immerse yourself into the world of that brand. Correct. Uh, so, so, okay, so if that's the case, and I said this to you on stage, but this is my biggest concern, because I used to develop emerging media platforms for marketers and brands, mm -hmm. and inevitably the agency would come to me and they would say, what are your distribution numbers? And I would say, well, we need your media dollars <laughs> to push to this new platform. Right. And they would say, see you, bye. And the only reason they would give me money often is for research. Right. They wouldn't give it yeah, to try Yeah, we talked about that a long yeah, time ago. It yeah. was been almost two years we were yeah. talking about that. Yeah, so right. what, what do you think, I mean, do you think that this is going to hold up people because you need to put goggles on? I think it, I don't know about the, the holding and putting on goggles holding up people. I think that, again, the, the people that shouldn't wait are those that, you know, can benefit from trial uh, of the brand and really kind of making sure that their brand is, is again, relevant to, to the, the narrative. And so those people, it, it driving a car, for instance, and, and that's where people are, you know, the, the car driving is actually essential. You can actually experience that. You can grab the steering wheel and you can, you know, with a motion control chair and a VR headset, you, you feel as if you're driving that car. Right, right. And with haptic feedback, you know, it, it's going to be even more immersive. That makes total sense to me, too. Rather than going to a car dealership filled with cars, I can just walk into a room. Uh, who wants to do that? I mean, you know, yeah. it, it's cool. The new car smell. And again, we're, we're still only dealing with um, three of the five senses. Even right. when you kind of add motion and feedback, right. uh, you know, the, the taste and smell still aren't there. So that new car smell is actually really relevant to the new car experience and, and that, that driving experience. But we're getting there as well. But it's those brands that are really uh, kind of organically connected to a trial and an immersion that will win. Uh, you know, this, this Patron ad that uh, I saw two years ago in Rough Reality, it really made sense for me because... They took you on a tour of the factory or yeah, something? It was, it was actually started off as a bee pollinating uh, the uh, agave plant. Mm. And then they kind of showed you the agave plant, the harvesting of the agave plant, you know, the putting it in uh, barrels. It, it was just an amazing, and if you really are a snob, 
about your liquor, uh, you know, or about your spirit. Knowing where it comes exactly, from. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I would, I definitely drink enough tequila that it would be good to know <laughs> where it comes from. <laughs> but it, there's actually a number on each <laughs> bottle of tequila that tells you the factory that it's made. I don't really? know if you know that, yeah. On Patron or on any on tequila? On every tequila. Really? The government regulates it, yeah. I should ask to see those bottles. And that there, could become a new bar that. thing for me. There's an app for that. Really? Yeah. That is really cool. So is VRC, by the way, going to build a VR app? I mean, are you looking to distribute your own content, or are you going to be more like a traditional motion picture company where different, pe- different you know, distributors are using your content? Um, I cannot answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play fa- with everybody. I'm famous right? for asking <laughs> you the uh, questions. Like, what does Steven Spielberg's new movie with you rhyme with? It rhymes with... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would really get in trouble if I answered that one <laughs> in multiple ways. What's he, by the way, just fangirl, what's he like to hang out with? Is he just I, a total normal I, I person? Can't t- so I'm the business guy. I'm not right. the creative. I, I let the creatives do what they do, and he's ultra creative. So I'm not hanging out with him, but he was very, um, you know, a v- very nice person. I mean, my, my son goes to a school that, you know, kind of he's donated heavily to. And so I just have known for a long time that he's like a really authentic person. Yeah. And that's how he comes across. Uh, in, yeah, in he's a life. mensch is what I hear. A mensch. Right. You like that word? Yeah, I love that word. You want actually. me to teach you another one? Yeah, teach me another Fistache. one. Fistache. See, I've never heard that one. That fistache means eh? <laughs> it's just <laughs> you. like all man homie. Um, Zorus. How about that? Do you know Zorus? No. That means trouble. Uh, not, not thesaurus. Not thesaurus, no. Okay. I'll trouble. teach you later. Okay, cool. <laughs> Can I ask you another question? Yeah, please do. Next time I come on, can can we have some like hip hop music playing instead yeah. of the hard rock? Yeah, so one I do know that you're doing a lot of music stuff too. So mm-hmm. you're doing you are doing music videos in VR. Um, music experiences. I think you know okay. video again suggests a passive experience. Um, yeah. you know, we we want to do things that are interactive and engaging. That's really cool. All right, so we've just been talking to Guy Primus from Virtual Reality Company who just came off of a great keynote at AdTech and who's really setting the stage for how marketers and brands and agencies can really dive into VR and you're predicting 2017 is the year that this becomes realer. Uh, it become it it's real now and it just becomes realer and crossing the chasm or you know kind of the critical mass whatever you want to call it. That's great. And what can we look for for, from VRC? The Martian experience is coming out or has come out? Fox is is putting that out uh, this year. And that's going to be in that cool chair? Um, Well, that's one way you can experience it. In that chair that shakes. The D-Box. Yeah, Yeah. the D-Box. And then there's obviously other content you're coming out with all the time. Absolutely. And stuff that unless I get a few of those favorite beers you like to drink in you, uh, you're not going to tell me the name I of the stuff. I don't drink them anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when I was a teenager. What are you talking about? All right. Well, this is Lori H. Schwartz with Guy Primus, broadcasting live from MADE, powered by AdTech on Voice America Live. And we'll be back soon with some more great thought leaders. Thank you, Guy Primus. Yeah. You're tuned in to MADE Conference, powered by AdTech.